So I bought this bottle a couple months ago in preparation for wine down and it was $10. And my neighbor just offered me 13 bucks for this bottle of wine. That's um, called inflation. inflation. <laughs> That's what we call inflation, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the wine down. We know it's your favorite episode of the month. And today we are talking about inflation in retirement. Yes, it's scary. We're dealing with it every single day and uh, we hope it subsides, but we wanted to bring a little bit of light to it as to how it can uh, impact your retirement, just a few things to think about. So it's, it's a great episode. I will tell you, this episode is power packed. We go through a number of questions. Uh, we had a lot of different, different information. I just want to remind you up front that if you're listening to this, maybe you're on a walk, you're on a drive, we don't want you to stop and try to take notes. We've done it for you. You can go to our website, which is pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. We have an article written on this topic of retirement in inflate, retirement or inflation in retirement. And so you're able to go and get all that information. You're able to make sure that you can just read it and, and, and let it sink in because it is a big topic. It is a big issue. Also, if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google, it doesn't matter. Please, if you think we are a five-star show, give us a five-star rating, write us a review. We would love that. If you think, hey, I would love to talk to you in Merce, you can go to our website, top right-hand corner, click on a button that says schedule call. Our calendar comes right up. We would love to hop on the phone and have a conversation with you. But before we get into this episode, we have a quick disclosure. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Let's wind on down. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Secure Your Retirement podcast. Uh, today, we're very excited to talk to you because it's our wind down. But before we get into the wind down, I want to tell you what we're talking about. And that is inflation. Maybe you've heard, maybe you've not. Inflation's a big topic right now. And it would be impossible for you not to know it because we've seen great big price increases in a lot of different areas. So how does inflation affect your retirement? This is a retirement-focused podcast, so we're going to talk about inflation around retirement. But before we get into that and give you the agenda, which, by the way, it's power-packed, I just want to tell you about the wine we're drinking. And the reason why is it's the last Monday in June, and so it's a wine down. So, Morgan, could you tell us about our wine? Yes. So we don't usually do Chardonnays, but this is one that I've always liked. It's La Crema. It's a Sonoma Coast Chardonnay, and it's good and rich and buttery. Um, it's one that I like and it's easily accessible with grocery stores. You know, what we do is, um, on wine down days, we pick the topics that you need to have a little bit of wine in order to talk about mm -hmm. it. And inflation is one of those topics. So, uh, Merce, what do you think of the wine? Just in case somebody's thinking what they want to do whenever they're thinking about inflation. You know, I think the wine is pretty good. Um, it tastes very smooth. Uh, Chardonnays, I've been told 
that they can cause headaches more than some other white wines, which also inflation can too. So I think this is going to match up really nicely. Hand in hand. <laughs> All right, good deal. So Morgan, can you kind of give us an outline of some of the questions that we're going to consider in this episode? Sure. We're going to talk about the causes of inflation, what we can do to protect our savings or retirement against inflation, uh, what you should think about when deciding to retire, how should you prepare your spending plan, and also can an income bucket help with inflation? And finally, should I consider Roth conversions? All right. So you can see there's a lot of things that we're going to hit. We're going to go through these pretty rapid fire. Um, so um, hang in there. Uh, there'll be a, an article on our on our blog that'll go through all these questions as well. So uh, can we get started with our first question? Sure. So what causes inflation? So I'm going to talk about it from the perspective of what's causing this instance of inflation. There are a couple of different things that can cause inflation. Uh, many times people have been concerned over the years that with the with the government print, printing a lot of money, that that within itself can cause inflation. And it can. And the reason why is it dilutes the value of the dollar, which means I have I have to spend more dollars to get the same thing I would have gotten earlier. And the reason why it's devalued is because there's been printing of money. Now, in this particular instance, it's kind of related to the printing of money, but ultimately what we've had is we have had extra money, but because of the um, pandemic, we also now have had lower supply, meaning we have supply chain issues, but we don't have demand issues, meaning we still need these things. We still need cars. We still need gas. We still need things that we would get at the grocery store just to live. Um, and when you have that demand, but the supply is low, it automatically goes into a price increase. And so we've seen that. Uh, we've had now, the, the in particular, with gas, uh, we've had a couple of issues. You got the pandemic that kind of got things started. Then you have the Russia invading Ukraine. Well, that affected the supply chain of oil or gas. And so therefore we've got higher gas prices. Now we could have an argument all day long as to whether or not we really have a supply problem, but the, that doesn't matter. The perception is we can't get it as readily as we could have gotten it prior. You could take other things. We were just talking about it. We had uh, lunch today and we were talking about how expensive it was to have our tires changed on our car. Why? Well, because they're, again, supply chain issues where you can't get some of the products. And so what, what occurs just naturally is to say, okay, we've got these tires. We're going to have to raise the price uh, in order to continue to make some profit because we're we're, we've got less volume on our tire sales. That's just the way that works. Now, by the way, I am right now in the process of booking a flight uh, for a meeting that we're going to. Prices are the highest I have ever seen them to get on an airplane. Why? A couple things there. Again, it's all come back to supply, but you got higher gas prices. And also the airlines, because of the pandemic, put some of their planes on the sidelines. They don't have the staff, and so there's fewer flights. That means there is less supply, but the demand is still there. I still have to go to this meeting. Uh, we're still going to go no matter what, so we have to spend more money. And that's really where we set today. Fortunately, what we're seeing, though, does not appear currently to be something that's going to be long term. The supply chain issues will get fixed. We'll see these things kind of balance out, which means the pricing will balance out. Will it go back to where it was? Probably not, but it just won't be quite as high as we see it today. By the way, if you think back into uh, our very short history, we had high ga gas prices before and they came right down. We're back into this little cycle, though, when we, with all what's going on, 
that, that is a problem. But if you think about it from the supply chain issue, if we can get supply back up, which it is going back up, prices will come back down. So this is kind of short-lived, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the history of inflation um, uh, in one part of our conversation. But for right now, let's just look at this as a short-term event. When we look at the last 100 years, we've had times where we had high inflation, we've had low inflation. We've had a decade of very low inflation. So now we've got this little snap shot of a window that is high, but at th this point, it should not be making us like over the top alarmed, in our opinion. So wine prices will go back down. Yes, okay. we'll, they'll come under control. That's what I was concerned about. So Merce, though, what can we do to protect our savings or our retirement against inflation? So as far as protecting yourself against inflation, uh, particularly your retirement assets, you know, I think there's really two categories when it comes to investing. One is a passive approach. One is a more active approach. A passive approach is just going to ride, going to ride the, the markets up and down, no matter what's going on. There are certain asset classes that are going to do better in an inflationary environment, but if you don't have that active approach and you're more of a buy and hold, well, you may be missing out on that type of situation. So what we believe in is a little bit more of an active approach. Let's be in things that are working and we're going to see that very quickly. It goes back to what Raiden said about supply and demand. When you're talking about you know, what's causing inflation, it's that supply and demand. There's also supply and demand inside the stock market, and that's what we're monitoring every single day. Um, and, and so there are certain places of the market that are going to do better in an inflationary type of window, uh, than other, other things are. So, you know, if you take, take, take the most popular type of portfolio, which is a 60, 40 portfolio, you've probably heard about it. You've probably read about it. It's kind of touted as one of the, uh, the, the go-tos for retirees, 60% in the equity side of the world, 40% in the bond market fixed income side of the world. Um, because of what we're dealing with right now, that 60-40 methodology has become very uh, risky. And the reason is that 40%, that bond side of the, the arena, which is supposed to bring you that safety, supposed to bring you that income and, and protect, protect you from the 60%, the equity side. Well, because of rising interest rates, because of inflation, bonds have suffered tremendously, uh, especially in 2022. Uh, there's been issues in 2021 and 2020 as well, but we're seeing it very heavily right now. And so that 40% that is supposed to keep you safe is actually hurting you almost as much as what the actual equity side uh, of the market is hurting you. So uh, we believe you know, having an active approach uh, can get you out of harm's way in certain scenarios. You can be sitting in cash. You can be sitting in different places of the market rather than just having this buy and hold mentality of, I'm just going to have a well-diversified portfolio and I'm just going to ride the ups and downs. Uh, we're seeing with that 60-40 type of uh, mentality, while it has worked in the past, it's worked just fine. Uh, the markets are changing. Inflation is something that we're dealing with right now and having an active approach um, can be very beneficial in this in this world of unknown that we're living in right now and you know for the next few years until some of this subsides. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. 
if you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So how does this affect your plan of when you decide to retire? You know, <clears throat> there's a couple different scenarios there, but I will say, say this, if we were helping somebody plan for retirement and we were looking at their retirement plan, which we think everything should start with a uh, comprehensive retirement focused financial plan. And when we're looking at a plan, it's on the edge and maybe they're saying, Hey, I don't think I can cut my spending. It might be one of those scenarios where if you needed to delay, not retire right now and maybe make it one more year, that could probably make sense. Uh, very rare have we ever had to say that, but right now might be one of those times. Now, if you've been a really good saver, you can control your spending, which we're going to talk about a little bit about what that means on control spending, but we could control our spending in the short term. It wouldn't affect you at all. That's the beauty of a retirement um, is I have flexibility in how I spend money. And we're going to talk about that in a moment, but for right now, if you're tight on that plan, meaning you're on the edge, you were thinking about retiring and you were trying to do it early. It might be one of those years where we do one of two things. One, we delay retirement for maybe a year or two. The other scenario, which is in the middle, which we've had a lot of clients do this, is they retire from the stressful full-time job, and then they take a consulting or part-time job to supplement for a couple of years. So that's really probably what we might want to think about right now. Now, that's not across the board. That is only if our plan is very tight, where we're, we're, we really didn't have a lot of wiggle room. If we were not in that scenario, it's not going to affect us at all. And so uh, that's one of those things that we would need to consider on a case by case basis. So you mentioned the spending plan. How do you prepare your spending plan when it relates to inflation? So we we're getting this question all the time of, you know, inflation's running at eight, nine, 10%. And so is this what I need to be planning for the, for the, for the rest of my life? And we were very quick to say, um, yes, this is a very tough time right now with inflation at the gas pump, at the grocery store, we're all feeling it. We've been through a rough couple of years as far as what the world has had to go through, what the economy has, uh, uh, has gone through. And so now we're feeling the effects of inflation. And so the question becomes, is this what it's going to be like for the rest of our lives? The answer is no. And the reason I can confidently say that is because we have history behind us. And so right now, yes, we're running at that seven, eight, nine percent inflation. The government's already already saying, the Fed is already saying, we're going to take some pretty aggressive measures and they're becoming more and more aggressive as to interest rate, interest rate hikes to curb inflation. So we know that they're doing what they can do and they have mechanisms that they can use to bring inflation back down and they have a target that they want to hit. But you got to realize also, for the last 10 years, we've been a little bit spoiled when it comes to what inflation has been. Inflation over the last 10 years, the average has been 2.15%. We're running right around that 9 to 10% right now, right? So that's a significant jump. But what's interesting is if you look at the last 100, 108 years, actually, is the data that we have. Um, and you go and think about the last 108 years, you've got some significant periods that you have all lived through where you felt it. Uh, just like you're feeling it today at the gas pump, travel, groceries, whatever it was. Um, we've seen periods during that where we've had 11% inflation. We've had 
uh, uh, multiples in the teens up in the high five, six, seven, eight, nines for uh, a, a, a decent period of time. And I'm talking mainly about the late seventies and into the early eighties, where we saw 11.3, 13.5, inflation. And so if we take all of those as an average and we bring it back down, what is that average over the last 108 years? It's 3.24%. So when we were living back in uh, 1981, it was 10.3. The assumption was not, hey, is it going to be 10.3 for the rest of our lives? Um, the government's going to do things, and the and the whole idea is, is that there are going to be ebbs and flows, but it's going to come back into some type of normalcy. So when we're talking about building out a spending plan for retirement, well, we want to think about what do we want to do, what do we what do we need to have to live, and what do we want to do in retirement? That's that's how we break it down: essential income needs and your wants. And and we got to understand what those numbers are, and then build it into this retirement financial plan that Raiden was talking about. And then we can start to play with it a little bit. What if inflation does run a little bit higher? Are we going to be okay? Um, if we're not, then what are we going to have to do? Well, we're going to either have to maybe come up with some additional income, like part-time work that Rain was talking about, or we cut our expenses a little bit. What's beautiful about the retiree is that we have uh, the retiree has the ability, and we see this all the time, to kind of circumnavigate some of the expenses in life. What I mean by that is, say, so so compare the retiree that doesn't really have a schedule. I know you probably have to you know, commit to taking care of the grandkids and doing certain things, but you don't have the schedule that you had back when you were working that nine to five job or really tied to a certain time frame. Um, so say you want to go on a trip. Well, you could say, well, I'm going to travel when not everyone else is traveling. I'm going to travel, you know, when it's more affordable to travel versus when I was working, I could only travel when the kids were out of school and during summer vacation, which happens to be the most expensive time to travel when everyone else does travel. So what for a retiree, we can control that a little bit, which is in your favor when we're having this whole inflation conversation. So how should you prepare your spending plan? I would say prepare it well. Think through all the different things that it takes to keep you alive and also keep you happy in retirement. And then talk to somebody and say, hey, does this actually work? And what are the things that we need to be thinking about? Good stuff. What about an income bucket? How does that help with inflation? So we talk all the time about having three buckets. One is your cash, meaning I got to get to my cash right away. The other is my growth bucket. That's where I'm kind of invested in the stock market. Um, and then we've got an income or safety bucket. If we have the income bucket set up and it's uh, set up to provide my income where I don't have to think about what's happening in the stock market or what's happening uh, with growth, because that income bucket is there, then I don't have to think about inflation. I don't have to think about what's going on in the stock market. Because as we have inflation, or, or we have a recession, there's going to be volatility in the stock market. Imagine you've got a retirement plan, where the income that you need for the next 15, 20 years is fixed. I don't have to worry about it. It's just going to come in I don't, it does not, it's not relative to the stock market. It's not relative to inflation. I just know I'm getting that income. It takes all the worry off the table. So if you want to have a peace of mind retirement plan or a worry-free retirement plan, make sure that you have those three buckets. What were they again? There was one that was cash. The other one was growth. That's basically investments that can be, that can grow very well, but could have some volatility. And the third one is making sure that you have an income or what we would call a safety bucket. 
That is extremely important. So if you're thinking about it and you're going, I don't think I've got three buckets, you're going to want to make sure that you do a little bit of investigation on that. And what about Roth conversions? Is that something we should consider? So the answer blatantly is yes. Everyone should always consider a Roth conversion. Does it always make sense for everyone? No. Um, uh, by the way, the, the the Roth conversion, the concept here is taking pre-tax assets like your IRA, your traditional IRAs, your 401ks, anything that you've not paid taxes on. And uh, the event is basically you convert it into a Roth account. And the only way to do that is you pay taxes on that money. So say you have a $100,000 401k and you say, I want to convert half of that into a Roth. You're going to add $50,000 of income to your uh, bottom line for that for that taxable year. So it's not something that you want to make a quick decision on. You want to understand the tax implications of a Roth conversion. But yeah, the idea is, is, hey, potentially tax rates are going to be higher in the future or my income is going to be higher in the future. So it'd be nice to have some tax-free vehicles to tap into down the road into retirement. Now with, with um, inflation, what has resulted somewhat as a byproduct of inflation is what we're sitting in you know, in June, the markets have come back uh, or have pulled back um, anywhere from 20 to 30%, depending on what index that you're looking at. So if you're down um, significantly or more than you're used to, well, there, the, the, the silver lining of that is now there is an opportunity as far as a timing perspective to do a Roth conversion. Why? Uh, let me paint you this picture. Say you have a $100,000 IRA. You've never paid any taxes on that money. And for, let's just say that the market fell 50% and you fell 50%. So now you have a $50,000 IRA. This could be a good time if the taxes make sense to do a Roth conversion. Why? Because, well, you're either way, when the market, when the market starts to go back up, that $50,000 is going to grow. But now you have the ability to do a much larger percentage of your IRA assets as a conversion. And, and so, so take this picture, say you had that hundred thousand dollar IRA and say, I wanted to, I want to convert $20,000 of that money. Well, that's 20% of that, that, uh, account and say it fall, say that hundred thousand goes down to that 50,000, like I was talking about, but the taxes are still the same. If you want to convert 20,000 but now the percentage of your IRA is significantly larger. Now it's 40% versus 20% of your IRA. So converting in a down year can be very, very advantageous. So let's say you do convert that 20,000. Now you get the, the market running right back up. And now that 20,000 goes back up to 40 or 50,000. And now that's all tax-free growth. So it is something major to consider. Uh, the biggest part of that is going to be the taxes that you want to talk to somebody about. Say, hey, does this even make sense for me? And then obviously the most opportune time is kind of what we're sitting in right now, a down market. So uh, definitely it, it should be considered. Uh, don't take it lightly and talk to somebody to get some advice. All right. Well, we hope that what we have been able to share with you on this idea of inflation in retirement has been helpful. Uh, by the way, if we went through a lot of information, if you got through this information and you're thinking, oh my goodness, that's just overwhelming, go visit our website, which is pomwealth.net, go to the blog page, and went right there, you'll see an article written on this topic, inflation in retirement, and you'll understand or be able to read through and comprehend it maybe a little bit better. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I need help, 
go to the website, top right-hand corner, click on the button that says uh, um, schedule call. Our calendar will come up and you'll be able to have a call, 15-minute conversation, no obligation, no cost to you with myself or Merce, and we'll walk you through whatever situation you would like to look at. I would like you to say this. Thank you so much, Morgan. Thank you so much, Merce. This has been a great wind down. Everyone, we look forward to talking to you again next Monday. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.